today i am so excited because i am having my first guest ever on post grad space it's been a journey okay it's been four episodes and i mean the perseverance and hoping to have someone on the show who will also share their insights has been something that i have been dreaming of and having this come into reality is a yay moment for me meet andrew monkey and he is a young budding communications executive or expert and at 24 he has already handled strategic communications for multinational organizations and i'm talking about companies like procter and gamble swivel among other top-notch companies so let's get to listen to him and hopefully get some few insights that we can be able to learn so listen on there's a personality quiz i forget the name of the personality quiz but it gives you a result in four letters and it gave me an entp so an extrovert that uh, thinks through things more than feeling them so i do think more than I, I use my brain more than I use my heart. Then spontaneity. I'm a person who will do a lot of spontaneous things. I'm not a fan of too much planning. Too much planning bores me. So I like to wing it more often than not. And yeah, so that that's who Andrew is. My dream, you've said I'm a communications executive. My dream was to be a lawyer. Wow. So a lot of people who would say that it's something happened and they didn't they weren't able to achieve that dream and they ended up pursuing something else mine is completely different when i was at the age of eight i decided that i'm going to be a lawyer and i'm going to be the best lawyer the world has ever seen mm-hmm. and so my entire life in school was engineered towards making me a lawyer because i did the igcse system even the subjects that i was picking went to scientific subjects were all headed in that direction. I still had to do my sciences and other subjects that I would have preferred not to, but the core subjects that I cared most about were all driven towards turning me in the direction of law. And then I got to A-level, and law was actually a, a possible subject, so I selected that amongst my other subjects. And by the time I finished A-level, I hated the, I hated the subject, I hated the law, because it wasn't me. I'm... I'm an understander, I'm not a crammer. Mm-hmm. If I cram and walk five paces, I'll have forgotten everything I just crammed. And there was too much stuff like case law and precedent that you needed to remember by heart. So I disliked it and I completely deselected it. So by the time I finished A-level, as a, how was I? I was like 18, supposed to join uni. I have no idea what I want to do. So I actually, and I was also very tired of school. So I actually took six months off which my parents may not have been the biggest fan of, but they never said. So when it came time to join university, I was torn between, do I go to business? Do I go to journalism? Do I go, what do I go do? Then as I was busy consulting with people older than me who are more knowledgeable, I discovered public relations. And so that's what I chose to do. So fast forward through university where I've done everything a university person is supposed to do, gone to all my classes, now I'm out into the world where I need to go find a job. So a lot of, all through life, there's been, you know, there's all these, you hear people talking, you hear mamas where people think that 
you only have certain things because you know certain people or because your dad helped you get certain things. So I decided I don't want my parents to help me get a job at all. I want to do it on my own so that I can say I did it for myself. So I looked, I went online, opened up my email, looked at every single public relations firm that I could find and just sent emails to all of them. I got replies from a few, mainly the top firms. I don't know why the smaller firms don't respond to emails, but the top firms replied and I had an interview. I came to my interview, had a job, and I have been there since. And learning a lot, growing. So my, I, didn't, I didn't go through many of the struggles that other people would go through of you leave school, have no idea where to start, tarmac for years, get told multiple no's, get one job very temporary, then you're back at square one where you started. I was fortunate enough to be able to go get an, a job, an internship to start with, then move on to the next stage of the same company and keep going. And so now I'm in a more settled position in life with the same person. So it's, I think it's, it's all just I don't know if you can call it good fortune or just favor from God, where you get, you don't have to endure all those different struggles that others may have had to endure. I don't know about you, but I've seen guys who left school and were like, oh, me, I cannot take a job worth 10,000 shillings. And then you leave campus and you're here struggling to even get transport for your interviews. Mm. And you find yourself desperate enough to start with what you didn't want. Like for me, I started with 10,000 shillings and I was like, I need the experience. I need the knowledge from those people who know about that field before I can actually move and move to the next level. I think I was also, before you joined the working world, Mm -hmm. I think I was also among those people of, by the way, may know my worth beyond below a certain amount by the way i don't want your job then you get into the world and you realize that that's not the mindset that's going to take you anywhere mm-hmm. so just like we started with ten thousand, then you slowly progress and so far it's, it's worked well because the progression is there but you do start with that ten thousand, and you find a way to make it work i think the only benefit i had is still living at home so there was no bills yeah that works and because i started my job as an intern my dad still felt the need to give me pocket money so i used to use his pocket money Mm. and then the ten thousand used to keep aside for doing other things so he had no idea i was getting anything and i intentionally kept it a secret from him because if he knew there was anything coming into my pocket, then he'd reduce how much he's putting into mine. It would also mean you leaving home, I guess. <laughs> no, in fact, that's what I like about my parents. They're not in a rush to kick me out. Yeah. It's you do you. When you're ready to go, you go. But yeah. there's, you also know there's a clock of beyond a certain point. You have to leave. Like your sister cannot leave home before you. Just keep that in mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I remember having a conversation with you earlier mm-hmm. on things we weren't taught in yes. campus and i was like man this is the 2020s the year that i start filing my returns mm-hmm. and honestly i really don't know how to do it because mm-hmm. I, I haven't been taught and i remember you gave me 
or rather you shared with me one point mm-hmm. which I felt like we should really expound on mm-hmm. like you having a car and not even knowing how to yes. deal with it first yes there's a lot of things we're not taught in school mm-hmm. like when filing returns my first returns first I, there was a period in life where everybody there was all this this tender craze yeah. around 2014 2015 where everybody's getting to tenders mm. and a group of friends a group of my friends and I had decided we want to start the tender we never got in that process because you know some people are not serious enough so they fall by the wayside so we never started it mm-hmm. but one of the requirements was a carry pin certificate so we all went and registered our carry pin certificates and because i didn't start the tendering job i never bothered to log into the portal what was i never told that you get fined for not filing your returns every year so i had my pin for 3 years never having logged on into the portal finally filed my first nil return last year okay before now my returns are now filed every month so that one i never learned then now we move on to what you, you said we need to expand on mm. and that is things a lesson i learned from my dad because my dad is those ones of my dad doesn't sit you down and talk you and give you life lessons my dad tells you what you need to hear when you need to hear it so when i had just finished uh high a levels and i was in university where there was an extra card home and i used to want to take it it got to the point where my dad actually told me here stop taking the car here's the key let me know that you have it don't be busy hiding that you have the car but the one thing you need to remember is anytime you put a car on the road there's risks that you yourself cannot uh possibly foresee so a lot of times you see a car as i need let's say 1.5 million i've purchased the car and what do i need on a daily basis fuel and maybe somebody might remember insurance although a lot of there's very few people that would look forward so there's very few that will see insurance and service that come quite regularly but beyond those things that somebody might foresee nobody ever remembers that you could leave home and as you're exiting your gate somebody plows right through you and you need to repair the lights on the back end maybe need a new bumper things that yes maybe insurance can pay for but there's other things that insurance may not be able to pay for like there's very minor parts of a car that need fixing like if you don't fix it it stops being a small problem and becomes a very big problem if you don't have anything set aside as a contingency then your small problem of maybe 5000 shillings becomes a big problem of 50000 shillings which is 10 times the problem you had originally and so since you didn't solve the problem for 5000 you can't solve the problem for 50000 unless you cut off everything else a lot of things so those are some of the little things that you need to consider before so had i not learned that i would have gone into life just thinking ah i've thought through it i know that because now you can you can kind of extrapolate it into everything else in life where you do your research and figure out what it is you want and you figure out what it is you need to achieve it but these things that you may not remember so if you now apply this car situation to other things you remember that i need money for the car i need money for fuel on a daily i need insurance i need service money and that's it but there's other things that will crop up that you cannot foresee you cannot you don't choose for them to happen they just happen and that's some of the things that i think school has never taught us it's taught us that to achieve a 
you need B, C, and D. Yeah. But it doesn't tell you that Z could show up and there's nothing you can do about Z but take care of Z. Mm. Talk about car insurance and other things that you are not taught in school. Join me next week with Andrew Mwangi as we discuss more on key learnings for 2020 and his final thoughts and advice to young people finishing university. And don't forget to subscribe to Postgrad Space and share it with your loved ones, your friends and your family. And you can also follow me on Instagram at Amondi Valerie because truth is life is a journey. So they say.